All right, let's do this one last time. My name is Drew Dodger, and for the last couple months, I've been doing a podcast with my good buddy, Jacob Heron. While we love film in general, with us being artists and all, we have a fascination with animation, and we decided to start an audio podcast after we both geeked out over the animated Transformers movie. We're not perfect, we've gotten names wrong, and we don't always agree on movies. But at the end of the day, we try to bring an informative and entertaining show to you all. And we'd like to welcome you to The Cellcast. Hello and welcome to another shorts episode of The Cellcast. Joining me this morning is a man whose uh, heart is uh, two sizes bigger than most of anybody else's, Jacob! Why, thank you, and I'd like to introduce our co-host, a man who has a knack for making toys and just bringing joy to children's life. Welcome, Drew. Well, I have played Santa Claus once before. <laughs> it's the curse of being fat. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, how are you doing this morning, Jacob? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty all right, good. good. All right. Uh, and I'm doing good as well. Uh, this being uh, the month of December, we are doing two shorts episodes to make up for the fact that we both want to take the two weeks around Christmas off. Indeed. So we thought we'd go... We're actually recording this a couple weeks prior, and... Uh, we're just going to give you our top ten favorite uh, Christmas movie specials, television episodes. Pretty much, if it's animated, somewhat, maybe. <laughs> Pretty much, if it's a Christmas special, it's it's up for grabs. Yeah. We've tried to focus on animated ones, but I don't think that technically applies for everything. No, I think one of them might have slipped in. Yeah, but it, that's fine. Uh, so, I guess we're, I'm going to go ahead and start. Alright. My we're, And we're doing five each this time. I know we have not been... Always done the same amount, right? Because <laughs> I think once before, once or twice before, we each did ten, and yeah. we had a couple of crossovers. But anyway, we're gonna do about five each. So uh, my, I'll start with mine. My number five is an episode is an episode of a television show from our childhood. Mm. It aired originally on Fox. No, yeah. something to do with a dark night and a crime print. Clown. Clown Prince of Crime? <laughs> Quite possibly. Uh, it is the, is the is, I believe it's the first uh, the fir- first season episode of Batman the Animated Series called Christmas with the Joker. Oh, that's always fun. Oh, yes. It starts off and it's cold open with uh, Joker escaping from Arkham Asylum on top of a rocket-powered tree. Like you do. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he stops uh, Batman, ain't Bruce and... He interrupts Bruce and Dick's night of watch, of taking the night off and watching It's a Wonderful Life. That scoundrel. And he interrupts it by having his own Christmas special where he's kidnapped uh, Commissioner Gordon, uh, Detective Bullock. Bullock Detective yeah. Bullock, and a girl whose name I can't remember. My apologies. She was important, I'm sure. It's just her name escapes me at this point. It has been a bit since I've seen it. But, uh... Batman and Robin have to go save them. It's full of all Christmassy and toy-filled 
uh, trap set by the Joker. And eventually, of course, the Joker gets caught by the end of it because it's Batman. Yeah. But, uh, like you do. And they do get a chance to watch it simply because apparently Commissioner Gordon had it recorded from a year previous and hadn't gotten rid of it. Anyway, it's a fun, good episode. It's I remember enjoying it as a kid, wondering why on what it what it was about that movie that they wanted to see so bad, and I didn't get half the jokes connected to it. But it was such a fun episode oh, of yeah. Batman, and it's probably it's the only Christmas episode I know of off the top of my head in the DC animate uh, the Bruce Tim animated mm-hmm. universe. So yeah, that's my number five. What's okay. yours? Well, mine is no, in no particular order. Uh, my first would actually be The Grinch. Mm-hmm. Grinch, uh, the Illumination... Illuminations? Illumination. Illumination. Thank you. The people behind Despicable Me. Gotcha. And all those stinky minions. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, The Grinch. With the amazing voice sound of Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch plays The Grinch. Yeah, which I think he does an amazing job of it. Yeah, he... My problems with that movie have nothing to do with his performance. Okay. The, it has everything to do with the fact that I hate Pharrell Williams. <laughs> not Pharrell Williams, that's not his name, but Pharrell, the guy who does the music that Illumination loves, apparently, and I hate his music. Okay. I got you. No problem with that. That's just my opinion. That's your opinion. And we all have a right to our own opinions. Yes. We yeah. each have two of them, and they both stink. <laughs> I like armpits. Yeah. You don't want too many in a room. True. Anyway, sorry, I have interrupted you. Uh, Keep so- singing this movie's praises. I really enjoyed the film. I wouldn't watch it in theaters, and I was like, "Man, this is a, it's it." I thought it was a really good film. It was really enjoyable. That it, you know, obviously because the, the music music wise is very different in that regard from uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Its original mm-hmm. um, animated movie. We're not going to talk about you know the other one with Jim Carrey. That's that's because it's live action. Yeah, it's live action. <laughs> and I'm, even though most of the other faults I have are are. The same faults I have with the live action one, but that's yeah. beside the point. Yeah, but it was an enjoyable film. Uh, it had a lot of really good because it built the character up and just not be like, oh, you know who the Grinch is. But they give you his mm-hmm. background, they give you an understanding of who he is, why he does this, and uh, his journey from having a cold heart to a a heart ten times big, ten times the size bigger than everybody else. Um, but yeah, it was it was a very enjoyable film. What is your number? My number four contrasts your number five a bit. Okay. Because it is based on the same story by Dr. Seuss. Ah. It is the original animated How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Ah. It is a classic. It's one I have enjoyed watching pretty much every year since I was a wee lad. Mm. Uh, you've got the voice of Tony the Tiger singing You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, and he well, he that voice is also sings uh, one of the songs in the Haunted Mansion in that uh, ride at Disney World. Really? Yeah. Okay. But he's the original voice of Tony the Tiger, so you've got that going for it. And of course, that is the best rendition of that song, in my opinion, is the one in that in that animated uh, version. Gotcha. It's what I have against pretty much every other one is it adds so much to try and give the Grinch. Legitimate reason for hating Christmas. Yeah, I I, I, I agree with that. The Grinch does not need that, in my opinion. The 30 minute, as the animated one is 30 minutes long, it cuts through all that. He's just like, just like the poem says, 
Don't ask me why. We don't know the reason. Why the Grinch hates Christmas. Now, in both the other movies, they try to explain why the Grinch hates Christmas. It really doesn't matter why he hates Christmas. Yeah. He just does. And it's... It's the story is summed up to... It feels like you're hearing the storybook being read to you. Yeah. And then seeing the animated version right there on screen. Mm -hmm. And it's just a wonderful classic film. Mm -hmm. Even though it's only 30 minutes long. And, you know, it leaves out some stuff that honestly the i can understand why the others wanted to expand the story to especially to get it out to two hours or an hour and a half mm-hmm. but i think most of what they add is unnecessary and this one it's just perfect from beginning to end it's the ultimate i'm not gonna say it's the ultimate christmas show because i've got three others to come bring up but it is one of my favorites and it's a classic yeah and that's why it's my number four what's your number four my number four would be a movie I just recently discovered that mm-hmm. I I never heard of this. These are, I think, three shorts. Uh, it's two specials plus a short. Oh, okay, I got you. Prep and landing. Yes. Uh, a friend of our, a friend of ours, uh, Miss Wendy, mm-hmm. just loves this thing to death. Yes. It had us all over her house. But like, you have to watch this, and it's a very enjoy. It's a very enjoyable fun entertaining um a joy to watch actually because yeah. it's you you have the like who be like prepper landing is basically the elves who prep the landing for santa can make his entry mm-hmm. to each and every house be like they, they scope everything out and you get the two guys that are just be like fuddle everything up in some fashion or form but they get the mm-hmm. job done at the very end yeah and the reindeer are hysterical. <laughs> I love the reindeer in this movie. Um, other than that, it's uh, they're very enjoyable and kind of sad that they never made any more of these. Now this was I was by Disney, but I agree they really should make a two-hour movie. Yeah, full full, full feature length movie it would be great. Yeah, or if you could make another four or five that would work shorts. too. But I would love a full movie. Yeah, <laughs> make and, it epic. Yeah, you know. But like, I think it was epic enough at like what? 30, yeah, I know. Thirty minutes, forty-five minutes for, for both of them. Yeah, but I'm just, I just want, I just would love an, just an an hour and a half long story, pretty much the same kind of thing, but more of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, what is your number three? My number three. I have to explain something before I get into it. Okay. I have kind of a role when it comes to describing. Something as a Christmas movie. I gotcha. It's if it if it happens to take place at Christmas time, like mm-hmm. Die Hard, yeah, or Iron Man Three, or any number of movies you probably know off off the top of your head right. that I can't think of. Unfortunately, I don't consider those Christmas movies yeah. because they're not very Christmassy. I gotcha. It's just the setting happens to be at Christmas. You could ach- you could change that setting at any time, and it would be the same. Sh- it be the same deal. Yeah. In order for it to be Christmas, there has to be a feeling of Christmas as important to the story. I gotcha. I have to say that because technically, it's going to start sounding like my number three breaks that rule. Okay. But I will explain why. My number three is actually a classic Tom and Jerry short called "The Night Before Christmas." Oh, okay. It starts off. Like any other Tom and Jerry short would, other than 
uh, it takes place around a Christmas tree. There are toys involved. You know, that stuff is all just fine and dandy. But the minute Jerry, in an effort to escape from Tom, happens to run through the mail slot out into the snow. And Tom, as angry as he is, just starts blocking the mail slot so Jerry can't get back in. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and sleeps by the fire. Now, this is sounding pretty dark. Yeah, it's... it's Granted. But the guilt trip hits Tom pretty quickly. Because, <laughs> I mean, this is only like seven minutes long. Yeah. So the guilt trip hits Tom pretty quickly. So after, you know, the Christmas music, I can't remember which song it is right now. I think it's Peace on Earth, Goodwill to Men. That mm-hmm. wouldn't make the most sense. It's playing and you see Tom's... Uh, facial expression realize he can't do this to Jerry no matter how bad Jerry's been to him because Jerry is very guilty of every of Jerry's getting what's coming to him oh yeah right down to it in this one because Jerry's being especially mean in this one but so Tom goes and moves everything out from in front of the mail slot and props the mail slot open with an umbrella or a cane I believe so Jerry can come back in Jerry doesn't come back in Hmm. this gets Tom worried Tom opens the door and finds Jerry is all a little mouse-sickle out in the snow. Oh, <laughs> poor little guy. So he gets him in by the fire, falls him out. And, of course, as Jerry comes to, he's a little concerned that the first face he's seeing is Tom. <laughs> it's like, oh, crap, I'm dead! <laughs> and Tom gives him a candy cane oh. as a show of goodwill. Yeah, here, here's These a... two rivals. <laughs> yeah. One has just been saved by the other and has given him... Candy cans are show of goodwill. Yeah. And while Jerry's looking on it, he sees Tom go over to a saucer of milk and start to go and get start getting, you know, a drink or something. Because, hey, it's been a long night. Jerry runs up, tells him to hang on, kind of with, you know, hand signals because yeah. there's no talking. Thing. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> we don't talk of that. <laughs> but he, uh, Jerry uses the candy cane Tom gave him. To trip a, a mouse trap that's down in the saucer of milk that would have gotten Tom. Oh, okay. Lifts it out. Tom gives a, well, 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 what have we got here kind of look. Like, he <laughs> understands what happened. That yeah. Things have changed, and but obviously there's still stuff, there's still traps flying around. Yeah. And then Jerry, and, and then uh, Jerry gets an idea. At the beginning of this, Jerry snuck past a mouse trap that had a bit of cheese mm-hmm. wrapped in a bow. Well, mm. Jerry's realizing, hey, this candy cane has a little hook on it. This is the candy cane. Mm-hmm. I can use that to get it off. So Jerry goes over to that mousetrap, gets the hook into the into the bow, pulls it off, but the mousetrap doesn't immediately snap closed. Mm. It's a musical mousetrap. He just sets us. They just set things aside and they be friendly for one night. Yeah. Next morning, who knows? But yeah, it's just such a nice one, and it's. I, and I felt, to some degree, I had to put a classic cartoon on here. Because almost none of my others are. But it's just such, so good. And, of course, Hanna-Barbera's animation is amazing. Because this oh, is yeah. still back when Joseph Hanna and... Well, Hanna-Barbera are yeah heavily anim, heavily writing. And it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Highly suggest giving that one a look. Gotcha. What's your number three? My number three... Well, I originally had a very... Uh, like, like an old-time classic. You had mentioned it earlier. But I changed my mind because this was a movie that, and now I'm I'm breaking the mold with what we normally talk about is a live action movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be the Santa Claus with Tim mm-hmm. Allen. Hmm. Th- this is a movie that I there's technically some animation in it. There, there's there's some, just not a whole lot. Yeah, 
you know, early nineties, uh, very classic, you know, Christmas movie that my dad fell in love with be like, you, you know, huge fan of Tim Allen and, uh, well, who isn't? Yeah, that's true. But a movie we watched every, every Christmas ever since I was like a very young child. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's a, it's a fun Tim Allen mm-hmm. shenanigans the entire time of how Tim Allen's character, he, you know, accidentally kills Santa. And then now, you know, he's, now he has to don the suit because he's becoming Santa Claus. Yeah. And it's, it's a fun ride. Now the, the sequels are okay. The second one was kind of, it's kind of, second one's better than the third. Yeah. Oh, I agree. The third can die. Yeah. Ironically, you're in the mail. This would be on, what is it now? This is Tuesday. No, this is Tuesday. This is the 3rd of December. Yeah. 3rd of December, oddly enough, with uh, Disney Movie Club, they sent out the three-pack of the Santa Claus trilogy. Nice. So, on Blu-ray, mind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, just kind of, ironically, that happened today. <laughs> so, had nothing to do with my choice. But, yes. But, yeah, the Santa Claus. The first one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that is my number three. What is your number two? My number two, much like your number four, deals with little guys trying, in a sense, to help Santa Claus, but it may be for an ulterior motive, perhaps in a plan to take over the world. Oh! <laughs> uh, it is, what are we going to do today, Brain? <laughs> it is the Pinky in the Brain Christmas episode. But there, it's what it's about is Brain is going to get this doll that's essentially a doll of him that has this hypnotic transfer thing that will cause people to be hypnotized into worship, into you know electing Brain as the world leader of the world. You know that's, that's basic kind of thing. Yeah, and it, it doesn't really matter what he's doing. It's just like, of course, Santa Claus is the perfect distribution method for a doll. Mm-hmm. So he and Pinky head up north. Unlike most Pinky in the Brain episodes where Pinky ruins it somehow. Oh, yeah. Even though, in a sense, Pinky does is, is attempting to ruin it somehow. At the end, Brain gets mad at him and kind of yells at him, making him feel bad. I'm noticing a trend with my favorites here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> mice getting yelled at. <laughs> but uh, in the very end, it fails because Brain's the one who destroys the dolls he's hmm. the one who actually stops his plan from coming to fruition and then they go home it's just a nice fun clean little episode and the best part is is they change the opening music slightly to include different little uh things to, to like the christmas songs really yeah uh one of them is let's see oh uh, anyway it's not important i'll show you the video afterwards but go look up at least that opening sequence because it's fun uh, so yeah, that's my number two. What's your number two? Okay, so this will tie into a a certain movie we will be reviewed during this season. Oh yeah, that would be Claws off Netflix. Ah. Uh, having just watched it for you know the review yes. that we'll be doing. Just will... so y'all know, we don't actually have not decided the exact order the four episodes in December are coming out. Yeah. Claws is probably going to be first. Probably. But uh, we don't know the exact order, so you know, if we mention something, keep that in mind. Anyway, continue. So, 
claws, you know, obviously I'm not going to go into, you know, big, you know, mm-hmm. any big ordeal of this movie, but it's a pseudo retelling of how Santa Claus came to be. Yeah. Via a very spoiled want not want to be postman. Yeah. <laughs> and this this movie tickled every emotion when watching it. And definitely go back and check our episode on this to find out both of our thoughts on this. But yes. it is such a fun movie. It is. It's such an amazing ride of a film mm-hmm. that just that tugs at your heartstrings and is like, oh. It's like, because there's so many little twists and turns in the story that really fit. They're not juxtaposition. They're not throwing you a loop or trying to throw a, a, a lasso around your yeah. your throat and be like, come here. It's it's very natural. It's very, progr- you know, it, the story progresses along very naturally. Mm-hmm. And man, I love this film. Oh, oh, yes. it's, it's, it is, and it there's is. so many great little jokes. Oh, yeah. That I can't tell here because it would spoil it. it you should go watch it. Yes. You get right down to it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It just recently came yes. out, so go watch it. Yes. What is your number one? My number one, much like your number two, also deals with a movie we're reviewing this month. Ah. It is A Muppet Christmas Carol. Of course. I'm not, I'm like you, I'm not going to go too much into it because go check out the episode. We'll get into it there. But this was, A, the first movie I ever saw in a theater. Oh. And B, it is probably my favorite version of A Christmas Carol. Gotcha. Because let's face it, Christmas Carol is almost... Adapt, adaptations of a Christmas of The Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens mm-hmm. is almost its own genre at this point. There's so many. That is It true. is the most adapted work ever made. True. And I personally think this one does it the best. So, yeah. That's my number one. What okay. is yours? Okay. So there again, mine is not in any particular order. So mm-hmm. this one, if you know anything about it, it's not very good at all. <laughs> no one said it had to be good. <laughs> exactly. So this goes this goes all the way back to the nineteen eighties. This was He Man and She Ra, the Christmas special. Okay. And so I I'm guessing this one has a lot of nostalgic value. Not really. <laughs> not really because. So this is one you watch because it's so bad. It's pretty so bad it's good? Pretty much. Okay. So, you know, me being, you know, being, you know, a, a baby, a, a little one of the 80s, uh, He-Man was one of those shows I love to death. You know, as an adult, not so much because it's so weird. But, and um, cheesy. And cheesy is all out, but that's the 80s for you. But... You know, there was the, uh, they did the He-Man, He-Man, She-Ra, Secret of the Sword movie, which introduced She-Ra. Um, that's where you get She-Ra and the Princess of Power from Netflix. Surprise, surprise. But, uh, I think I'd seen a little bit of this special when I was a kid. So I don't remember a whole lot of it. So we were over at a friend's house several years back. We'd done Christmas. Um, and so the morning we got up. And like, oh, we're going to watch some really cruddy, and they use other words, cruddy, mm. uh, Christmas movies. crappy. No, they use other words. <laughs> crappy is still rated PG. Yes. Yeah, crappy. <laughs> they, they use other very flowerable words. <laughs> yeah. So, they 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 turn on wherever they, you know, wherever they're pirating this stuff from, mm-hmm. which I don't rec- recommend to anybody. Uh, and so we're like, oh, they got this He-Man She-Ra movie. And oh my gosh, it's so terrible. 
It's so terrible. <laughs> you know, like it's they they actually do tell the the actual Christmas story in it. This little kid is trying to tell Skeletor, and Skeletor has a heart. And so Skeletor is try is trying to, as usual, trying to take over the world. I'll get you, He-Man. It's the last thing I do. And your little dog, too. <laughs> little cat, too. <laughs> I was just making a joke about him being a lot like the Wicked Witch of the West. But oh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, I can't remember what line. It was some, something along the line. And like, eh. I'm like, I think I have a heart. What can this be? I'm letting people go. Like it's it's the weirdest, stupidest thing on the planet, but it's so funny. Mm-hmm. We we were dying and just, we were like rolling over and just laughing at this thing. It was so funny. It reminds me so much of the first time I went to Germany. Now this is funny. So one of the people going had brought a DVD player and a movie, mm-hmm. and apparently we we're gonna have a fun time bashing this film. It's okay. I didn't know what was going on. So we all sit this one person's house. We're all chilling. And uh, it's like, oh, we are going to watch Twilight. <laughs> and we rate this movie across the coals how bad it is. Well, who wouldn't? Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's kind of like my brother. Be like, him and his wife went and saw this movie. I know I'm going on Twilight here. But him, be like, he's watching it. And it's like, okay, whatever. And our, our big hero rolls up in a Volvo. <laughs> Okay. It's like a Volvo. Why would he order a Volvo? Bring <laughs> Anyways, it bring it back. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, going going from very bad Twilighty vampire movies to He Man. So yeah, it's it's a very funny, very goofy, absolutely absurd movie, uh-huh. but it's a lot of fun. So if you yeah. ever had the chance to go watch this, try it. Alrighty. Well, I think that's going to bring it into our this episode. Uh, we hope you all have a Merry Christmas. Uh, where, Jacob, where can they find you right quick? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner on Facebook, where I try to draw every day, in which I think I'm getting better at that. So, And then Christmas uh, will happen. And then Christmas will <laughs> happen. Yeah. Oh, believe me, there'll be probably doodles of everything going mm. up. But, yeah, you can also find me on Twitter at Jacob... B dot Heron. B dot? Yeah. Or okay. dot. I'm just giving you our time. Dot com. Yeah. So where they can find, where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook and under Drew Dodgen. And of course, you can also find me on my photo bin at Drew's photo bin. Uh, see pictures that I upload when I remember to upload them and I still haven't uploaded them. Uh, you can also find both of us on our website, the Cellcast Podcast. Yeah. You can find both of us on our website, thecellcast.podbean.com. There you will find links to listen to us on, l- listen and subscribe to us on Apple Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. Mm-hmm. Also, you will find a link to our closed Facebook group. It is closed to keep the, uh, uh, what is the, the evil thing that in some, Krampus. That's the yeah, word I'm looking Krampus. for. We keep it closed to keep the Krampus out. You definitely don't want him in there. No, you don't. And stay away from the movie. I hear it's awful. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that threw me off. Uh, also, email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, keep in mind, and uh, share us with your friends. Review us on those websites. 
everything you should... And if we were on YouTube, I'd ask you to subscribe and ring the notification bell. Go to that amount of uh, work. Trying, we want to keep the community growing. Because, well, we're making pretty good progress. Yeah, we are. So uh, that's going to be it for now. So uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, and Happy Festivus to the rest of us. <laughs> this has been Drew. This is Jake. And we will catch you in the next frame. Ho, ho, ho!